Welcome to another episode of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force. I'm the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. Medical Marketing Solutions is your complete one-stop shop for consulting, for private pay medical practices, website consulting, SEO, social media marketing. We have the concierge call center. Well, that's your calls and convert the, your leads into brand new patients. We do workshops, seminars, trainings. You can contact us anytime and we'd be happy to help your practice grow. Today, we have a very, very cool and important workshop or podcast we're going to be talking about taking a cold prospect, somebody who just heard of you, probably through your digital marketing efforts or your grassroots marketing efforts, and taking that person through the life cycle of the sales process and turning them into raving fans. So there's really eight specific uh, categories that we're looking at. Um, there would be determining your target market, talking about the message you should craft for your target market. Uh, what is your lead capture system? What's your lead nurturing system? Do you have a sales conversion strategy and what should that look like? Uh, delivering a world-class experience once you have a prospect converted into a patient increasing your customer's lifetime value and orchestrating and stimulating referrals. Now, this is usually a two-day workshop I do. We're going to cram this all into 30 minutes. So when you have a cold prospect, when you're trying to actually capture leads, when you have your medical practice, where you're brand new and starting, or you've already been in practice and you're looking to increase your revenues, you have to attract people's mess, uh, interest. And by the way you're going to attract their interest is by your marketing, your message, and the type of media that you are utilizing. Um, and that's how we actually capture leads. Once we capture a lead, we have to nurture that lead. We have to educate those prospects as to what specific treatments you have, how you're an authority in that specific segment, why people should do business with you. And then we want to get them to contact you either by calling you or submitting a web form. So now we're in the conversion process. Now we want to deliver the wow. They come through the front door. They're doing a consultation. Now it's time to really show them your stuff and show them how that your life-changing treatments or programs in your medical practice are a great fit for their life and can help them solve the why in their life. Once they're already in and they've become a patient, now it's time to get them to uh, upsell, cross-sell, and take advantage of some of your other incredible treatments and programs and then we want to create raving fans at the end of this pipeline so we're getting referrals so the front end is attracting interest and nurturing leads the back end is delivering that wow factor and getting referrals a lot of people ask me what is marketing I mean, it's a combination of things marketing is advertising it's promotion it's publicity it's public relations it sells um, you have to have a strategy for anything you do in marketing when you're trying to attract new prospects and you have to have tactics. Strategy is your big picture planning. Tactics is your actual execution of the strategy. Now, as far as determining your target market, that's going to be really important. Um, you can't just cast a wide net because you probably aren't going to have the budget to just try to advertise to everybody. So you kind of want to niche. Niching is when you're trying to harness the power of focus. You, you don't try to be all things to all people in marketing because that can definitely lead to failure. Um, if you focus too broadly in your marketing message, it's definitely going to become diluted and weak. You want to be relevant and your goal is to have your prospects say, hey, 
that's for me. So your niche is actually the intersection of your passion, your expertise, and being profitable. And if you're not into business to be profitable, and even though you are in the medical business and you're helping people with their lives, you're also in business to make money. If you're not in business to make money, you are probably just practicing uh, hobby. So niching and makes you kind of makes your pricing irrelevant because you can charge more for your services than just being a generalist. Uh, people perceive you differently, uh, your prospects and your patients, and you don't want to kill your specialist be, by becoming too broad. So as far as identifying your your target market, like who's your avatar? Who are you really going after? Who do you want to treat? What would your ideal patient look like? Um, you have to have what we would call a, there's a person, it's called the PVD, PVP index, your personal fulfillment. You know, how much do you enjoy dealing with a specific kind of patient value in the marketplace, which is how much does the market segment actually value your work? And then profitability is how profit is the work that you do toward that market segment. So when you're putting together your avatar or your buyer persona, it's just a detailed exploration and a description of your target patient and their life. So you're visualizing kind of life through their perspective. Um, you're telling their story in your own eyes. so You can visualize, you know, what it is that they're looking for. Um, you can have a number of different avatars and we can create an avatar for each you know, decision maker or influencer you might account for. And when you're doing an avatar, you know, the specific things you're looking for is, you know, what is your, the person that you're trying to attract to your practice? What are their goals and values? What are their challenges and pain points? You know, where do they get their sources for information and what are the, what might be their objections and their roles in the decision making process? So that's really important. And this is an exercise you can do with your team. Uh, it's an exercise that we can help you do. Um, but you have to determine who is it that we treat. Everybody's not going to be a candidate for your treatments, especially if you have treatments that are on the higher end as far as the investment is concerned. So really need to think about that. Now, next thing we're going to talk about, so that's your determine your target market. What message should you craft for your target market? And you definitely want to market on purpose. You know, you have to think about when you're putting any kind of ad together, digital ad, if it's newspaper, radio, whatever it is, you have to have something that your ad focuses on. You have to have an objective. So you're not really inviting people to just, you know, buy because most people these days want to be more educated, especially when it comes to medical procedures or medical treatments or programs. So you're just really inviting your prospects to indicate interest. You want to have a clear call to action. You want to focus on their needs, their thoughts, and their emotions. So. You have to develop what we call a unique selling proposition. And really unique selling proposition is what is it that sets your practice apart from the competition? You know, think about why should people buy from you versus your competition? You know, if you took your name, your logo away from your website, would people still know who you are um, and what it is that you do? So what's really important when you're thinking about the message that you want to create to target your specific market or your buyer persona, your avatar is differentiating yourself enough from the competition so that the customer's evaluation of your business versus another, you know, isn't apples to apples. We want to make it apples to oranges. 
if it comes down to apples to apples, it's really coming down to, you know, who is the cheapest. And there is a, it's not a good race to the bottom when it comes to pricing. So two questions you should ask yourself as you're trying to craft your message to your you know, buyer persona or the people you're trying to attract is why should they buy in general? And why should they buy from me? So what's the unique advantage that you're offering? Um, you know, and how are you crafting that message? What does it look like? Um, you want to get in the mind of your prospect. You know, you, you want to know what is it they really want. Um, and hopefully it's going to be the result of the thing that you are selling. You know, you need to discover what the results are, that what they're actually buying. So ask yourselves open-ended questions like, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, you also want to be remarkable. That's something that's really important with your advertising, your marketing. You don't want to confuse them because when you confuse them, you definitely lose them. So how you can be remarkable is, you know, being able to explain your product, your programs and the unique benefits it offers in just a single short set session or sentence. Um, confusion definitely leads to lost sales. You know, your prospect has three options. They buy from you. They're going to buy from a competitor or they're going to do absolutely nothing. So, you know, when it comes to pricing, you know, you, something you really need to think about. Obviously, you want to make a profit. Um, you want to be able to charge, you know, really fair and great prices that, you know, your patients are thanking you for because they're going to get great service and great results. You know, there's always going to be someone who's willing to go out of business faster than you by just driving down the price to gain market share. And you, you know, by charging sometimes higher practice, excuse me, charging higher prices, you attract a better value of, you know, your offering. So um, you should have an elevator pitch, you know, something 30, 90 seconds when people ask you, uh, you know, what is it that you do? You should not just say I'm a doctor or I work at a specific practice, you know, tell them how you change people's lives. And, you know, what it is that uh, makes you, again, special from other people. Uh, make sure that, you know, all of your copy of content of whatever you're doing, you know, has attention grabbing headlines. You want to make it authentic. You want to make it real. You know, people are always craving something new, exciting, entertaining, and different. Um, you really should be pushing on people's emotions. It could be fear, love, greed, guilt, pride. Um, you know, part of the job of having a really good message is telling your potential prospects who your product and service is not for. They should be able to differentiate that. Now, as far as the media you're going to use to reach your target market, um, you have to be able to measure everything that you do. So, you know, you have a number of different platforms that you can advertise from. You have mobile, you have website, you have video, radio, pay-per-click campaigns, text campaigns. Uh, podcasts, print ads, social media, emails, blogs, newsletters. There's so many different ways to, to advertise. And for yourself, you need to have not just one source, but probably about five good sources of lead generation. And you have to measure it. That's important. You really need to figure out what is bringing in the best return of investment and what is not working. And you're probably not going to figure that out in 15 days, but after about 60 days of putting investing into certain mediums, you should be seeing an ROI. And the only way you're going to know what your return on investment is, is by tracking everything that you do. So you need to have a system for tracking. And we'll talk about that, you know, in a few moments. 
uh, make sure you're targeting your niche, your niche, and you don't want to do mass marketing because you're going to end up spending a lot of money just trying to capture everybody. The goal that you have specifically for patients and patients that you're trying to bring into your package is you want people to actually raise their hands and say, hey, you know, that's for me. Um, so, you know, when people are looking at your ad, it needs to like be so compelling or anything that you're doing. If they're looking at your website, you're looking at a digital ad that you're doing, they hear you on the radio. You want people to think to themselves, I want to be involved with this particular practice. Um, so you kind of have, you know, you're the, you know, in your media, you have a front end offer. That's the offer that gets seen by the prospects. They don't know you really have no reason to like or trust you. Um, the back end offer is, you know, once you get people through the door and they become patients, you want them, your existing patients, to make repeat purchases. And then the lifetime value you have of those specific patients, you know, are the profits you derive over the lifetime, you know, with that specific individual or individuals. Um, so think about your media. You know, is it something that's going to deliver your message? Does it cover your target market? And is it the right fit for your specific business? Email marketing is definitely important. You should be collecting emails all the time. You definitely need to have a social media presence and strategy. Um, you know, things that you want to be careful of is once again, trying to reach too many people, not being specific enough about what you do. And, you know, really kind of, you know, spending your money aimlessly Again, trying to uh, you know cast a wide net. So when you're thinking about your marketing budget, people always ask me how much money should I spend on marketing? Well, you know, when you spend money on marketing, there's one of the three things that are going to happen. Either your marketing is not going to work, and then the solution for that is just stop what you're doing and change what you're doing. Um, if you're not measuring what you're doing, then you're not. Then you don't know if your marketing was successful. So you need technology that's going to be readily available and inexpensive. And if your marketing is marketing is working and you're consistently giving you a positive return investment, then you just want to crank it up and throw as much money as you can at that specific medium. You know, that's the smart way. But definitely you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You definitely want to diversify. You want different marketing strategies and different platforms. Um, so now we talk a little bit about leads, your lead capture system. You know, a lead capturing is really handling the interest from somebody, taking that information, whether it be on the phone or through a web lead and what you do with it. Um, you know, making sure you're calling people back, you're accurately describing your services, but most importantly, you're trying to get people to come in to see you for a consultation. Um, you want to qualify them. You want to build uh, rapport with them. You don't want to just invite anybody in because if you're doing free consultations, you're just inviting anybody in. You're going to have a lot of no-shows and a lot of people that are not going to be qualified for your service. Um, you know, lead, uh, sales these days is more hunting than far. Uh, it's more farming than hunting. Excuse me. You know, you should really focus on. You know, that the farmer is somebody who cultivates, plants seeds, nurtures their crops, they harvest their crops. Hunters just go for the kill immediately, and you can't just go for the kill immediately. People are too sophisticated, educated now, and if it sounds too good to be true, it typically is too good to be true. So, you know, if, when you look at the market and your lead capture system for services, about 30% of people that you're marketing to in general wouldn't even take your offer if it was free. 
30, the other 30% are not interested at all. Then we get to the, you know, the 40% you're looking at, which is some are interested, but it's not going to happen now. You know, uh, 7% are very open to buying and about 3% are very, uh, are ready to do something right away. And, you know, this really comes down to the skills of your team. You know, what are the, what are the sales skills? You know, how are you set up to actually not only now market, but now we're talking about capturing leads and then, you know, having a lead conversion strategy. Um, you know, follow-up is just super important. It has to be through email nurturing or or text nurturing or certainly the old-fashioned way, which I love, is um, con- con- uh, to, to make sure that you are contacting them face-to-face. It usually takes about nine contacts for somebody to really be interested in buying. So there's going to be a lot of nurturing going on, you know. Uh, most people don't buy right away when they see an ad, so you really have to, you know, advertise with intention and find people that are really interested in what you do. You know, continually nurture them, email, make occasional pitches and offers. Um, you know, find the system in your practice that works for you. And certainly, things that we can help you with. Um, your website super important. It's the first place prospects go to check you out. You know, make sure your website looks good. It's functional. Um, a, the great website can make even the smallest practice look like a heavyweight. So you just want to make sure that people can easily navigate it. They know who you are, what you do, and are you know want to get in. You know, um, you want to be in a a great spot to you know really be able to turn these uh, leads into actual patients. Uh, I do recommend for every practice a CRM, which is customer relationship management. Um, this is really a marketing nerve center. It helps you keep track of your patients, the details of them. You can do automation, manage your follow-ups, email marketing. Uh, some companies you might have heard of are like Salesforce, Infusionsoft, HubSpot, Zoho. So I do think a CRM is super important. I know a lot of practices you know, don't have it. So now after your lead, now you're capturing the lead and you, you're nurturing them. Now you have to have a conversion, you know, conversion strategy. And, you know, part of your lead conversion strategy is, you know, you know, number one, you want to position yourself as an educator and a trusted advisor, which allows pricing to become much more flexible. You know, pay attention to the psychology and marketing potential price. Um, you know, don't offer too much, uh, you know, don't give them too much of a choice. Um, you want to, you know, make sure that, uh, they understand, you know, what it is specifically that, that you offer and how it's going to benefit them. Most people are a little cynical and mistrusting. So you have to, you know, realize that right from the beginning, you're gonna have to work your way into positive territory to win your trust. You, know, you can't just believe that sales are going to happen, you know, and don't even let people believe you're in sales. You, you want to educate them. So, you know, never sound desperate. Don't be obnoxious. Don't be pushy. Um, you know, you really, you know, getting a lead is important. You're getting a name, a number, a phone number, an email address. Uh, getting to know your leads is super important. So they're typically going to come two ways. They're going to send you a web inquiry, of which you want to get back to them as soon as possible and have a nice follow-up email. Or you want to, you're going to get phone calls and phone calls are really the hottest leads. Um, There are people that say, hey, you know what? I want to get on the phone right now and speak to somebody. You need to have your practice really prepared to take incoming calls, making sure they're getting 
how they hear about us, your name, your number, you know, what's, what is the lead source? And this way you'll know what marketing platforms are working or, or what's not working. Be very careful about giving out pricing on the phone. Um, you definitely should use sales scripts. So make sure that for every treatment you have, you have a sales script and people can, uh, you know, your team is trained to, you know, not give too much information, find out the right information. Listen, this is very, this isn't the easiest, you know, thing to do. So, you know, we created our company to, to help you do, you know, these type of things, but you really have to have, you know, excellent training for your staff and they have to know what's the right questions to ask. How do I get people through the door? You know, um, once again, using sales scripts, you sound more polished, you make a better, you make a better impression. You know, it definitely improves your lead generation. It decreases stress and it in, in, improves um, your conversion overall. Um, and then follow up is absolutely crucial to be successful. I see so many practices that just don't follow up with people at all. Sometimes like once or twice, but, you know, your conversion strategy has to be, you know, we want to get as many people in the door as we can who are our particular segment, uh, the buyer persona that we were looking for. And then once you get them, you know, through the door, then it comes down to salesmanship. It comes down to building great rapport, understanding what it is that your uh, treatments are going to do for that person. They all have a why. And it is important to connect with your prospects. The people buy from people that they like. Um, if you go to my, uh, LinkedIn account, which for us, I just posted today. Now, once they're in there and they've bought from you, it's just like kind of transactional at this point. Now you got to wow them. And I love this, you know, this phrase or this, uh, this, this quote that I've seen, it says, you want to create a great experience for your patients once they're now a patient and through the door. So the ultimate patient experience is their perception of how you represent your brand at every touch point in their dealings with you. It's the feeling they get from your marketing, your website, the friendliness and helpfulness of the person answering the phone, the quality of your signage and lighting in your parking lot, the encounter with your front desk staff, the time they spend in your reception room, the cleanliness of your facility, the quality of your consults, confidence and caring of everyone who interacts with them on their way back to their car it actually is just a phenomenon of all the organized whole parts that's perceived that to be the sum of its parts and i think that's pretty pretty powerful so you know when you want to try to really deliver this world-class experience you want to create a tribe a tribe is a group of people connected to one another connected to a leader and an idea you know, extraordinary practices really lead tribes of raving fans, not just patients, because when they're raving fans, they really amplify your marketing message. Um, you know, you want to focus on wowing your patients, you know, creating and fostering lifetime relationships. You want to make it easy for them. You want to make it fun. You want to create a sense of theater and you want to have systems in place you know, to deliver a great experience. And, you know, I can tell you one thing that, you know, just because you got somebody through the door and acquired a patient, you know, don't stop your marketing efforts, you know, continue to introduce new products to them. Your raving fans are going to want to definitely buy from you. Um, make sure you're following up with your prospects, your, excuse me, your patients, make sure you're treating them really well. Um, they should be your sales ambassadors out in the community, um, train your staff to give a great experience 
because you really have don't have a second chance to make a great impression. Make sure you warmly greet them each time they visit a call. You want to make them feel comfortable. You want to use emails. You want to use text messages. You just want to keep in touch with people. So, you know, you have to have business systems in place. You need a marketing system, which generates a consistent flow of leads, a sales system, which helps you nurture, a fulfillment system, which is what you actually do in exchange for your patient's money. It's your services. And then your administrative system. Um, some ways to deliver that world-class experience, client appreciation events, reacting quickly to unhappy clients, you know, owning your mistakes, guaranteeing your service, and going above and beyond. Um, you can spend more time with your patients, focus more on you know, preventative health care. You know, when you're in concierge medicine or you're in a private paid practice, and you know, the bottom line is it takes a lot to get somebody through the doors. And once they get through the doors, you want to keep them through the doors. Uh, as far as increasing your patient's lifetime value, you know, there's a couple ways you can do that. Um, you always want to, you know, you always want to manage your numbers and you always want to do better than you've done before. So you have a couple ways to increase your, there's really five ways to increase your lifetime value of a patient. Um, you can raise your prices. You know, if your patients love the experience they have with you, then they're willing to pay premium prices. Um, the longer you keep your prices at the same level, typically the longer, even more uh, readily, you're going to diminish pro pro uh, your profit. So um, if you're going to raise your prices, just make your customers give them clear reasons why they call your products, the benefits they've already received, you know, the future benefits. Now, if you want patients on price, the, those patients are going to uh, typically be the first ones that leave um, the practice because if you raise your if you raise your price. So the second way to increase lifetime value of a patient is upselling. You're taking them from good to better. So usually when they buy something, their primary purchase with you was expensive. You know, all any add-on you have with cheap. Um, you know, patients that are not really shopping for your for your suggested add-ons are much uh, less price sensitive. Um, just because someone brought from you does also doesn't mean you have to give them a break. Um, you know, when patients are hot for your products and services, they're very receptive to buy. And just try to bundle in your higher margin add-ons and get re results that you can, you know, increase uh, your patient lifetime value. Number three is called Ascension. You're moving existing patients from your higher price, higher margin products and services. Um, should be always a you know, part of your, your marketing plan, you want to combat inertia. Um, you don't want patients to switch to a competitor. Everything should have a standard and premium option. Um, when you have ultra high ticket items, it makes a lot of your other services seem more reasonable. So higher ticket items or treatments are definitely aspirational uh, to many people. Another way to increase lifetime value is frequency. Um, increase the frequency your patients buy from you. Have a membership model. Make sure you have SMS, you have reminders, you keep in touch, give them reasons to come back, give them a voucher, a redemption code, a special offer, a rewards program. And then finally, you have reactivations. You know, in your database, you have troves of former patients, people that you know used to be part of the practice, they trust you in the past, and for some reason they fell off, you know, but your lists are invaluable to win them back. You know, segment your list into, you know, your former patients, current patients, and your prospects. And, you know, try to find out, be compelling, you know, don't say, hey, we haven't seen you in forever. Um, why aren't you here? And you give them a reason to come back. Uh, also, it's OK to fire, you know, bad clients um, if they're 
giving you a hard time. They're toxic and they're talking to other people and being negative and sucking up your time and being a vampire, then those are the patients that you probably want to let go. You can fire your patients. And then finally, and this has been a whole mouthful because like I said, I usually do this over two days. You know, don't sit and wait around hoping for, you know, patients to, you know, just walk through the doors. Give your existing patients reason to give you a referral. So ask your current and past patients for referral, acknowledge them or incentivize them to give you referrals. Um, have a targeted email strategy, super important. Promote your referral programs in your email signatures. Um, build some social sharing to your referral programs for paid and organic posts that you're going to be doing on your social media. Um, add some referral information to your homepage. You can create unique referral pages. Um, add a reminder to their accounts if they're, if they're able to log in and look at their accounts about how much you value their referrals because referral costs zero. You know, all you're doing is probably going to exchange something for something with your patient. Um, but you can also find influencers to spread your word, use videos, try SMS, and then patient testimonials are always a great way to get referrals because when people see other people that they can identify and say, hey, that person looks just like me, then you're going to be much more successful in getting and stimulating referrals. Anyway, that was a long one. We did about 30 minutes. Um, hope you got a lot out of that. Um, we covered, you know, really how to take a cold prospect and make them into a raving fan. Once again, it's determine your target market. Number one, number two, your message and craft that you want to craft your target number to your target market. Number three, your lead capture system. Four, your lead nurturing system. Five, your sales conversion strategy. Six, delivering a world-class experience. Seven, increasing customer lifetime value. And eight, orchestrating and stimulating referrals. Please contact us for all your training, marketing, sales need. We do in-person marketing and sales seminars as well as web-based sales training. This is Rich Force from Medical Marketing